Ready to start the show? We'll get it going. You're still starting it off. I'm starting your mama off. See, that's hey, 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 hey. And welcome back to the PLP podcast with your boy, Carlos D. And this is your girl, Christy. And look who decided to show up for work. I'm back. Thank you. Thank you. You're too kind. Yeah, we have a live studio audience now, so they may chime in from time to time. But Christy decided to. Did come you back. miss me? Did you miss me? No. <laughs> yes, I actually got did. a lot of um, feedback saying they don't want you to return. You did not. But How I'm going to veto that feedback and let None you back. None of that feedback back. came to the PLP Podcast Gmail, Gmail account. Anyway, before we start, let me tell you where you can find us. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find great podcasts. Do me a small favor like, rate, review and subscribe tell your friends to tell a friend you can follow us up at instagram at instagram on the instagram at the plp podcast and send us emails to that email address that you just talked about earlier at the plp podcast at gmail that is correct dot com so, do you want to get it out of the way and apologize to everybody for failing to do your job and come to work last time? I would like to, first of all, thank Tyra for stepping in my place. You did a wonderful job two weeks ago when you hosted this episode. You did a good job in the face of adversity, you know, coming through on short notice and then mostly having to deal with Carlos D's antics. I he put you on the spot a couple times to try to like or try to uh, trip you up, but you handled yourself well and gracefully. And good job and thanks for stepping in for me. We learned that a hundred dollars will get you a hand job if you spend that on a date. She, time. I don't believe she. You put words in her mouth. Tyra did not say that. She said it. But it's on the record. Yeah, just wasn't feeling feeling well, and um, you know, she stepped up and you know, thank you again. But female issues. Female issues. <laughs> I thought she said email issues. No, no female issues. Let's let's digress. Let's move on. Let's move on. But you guys, so the, what you guys talked about last week, I just, there was a couple of corrections I wanted to issue. Now she went a backseat drive on the podcast. Um, she wouldn't even show up for. No, I just have some, some comment and uh, feedback. So you guys spent some time talking about the R. Kelly song and you kept talking about how you were doing a dance and two step and blah, blah, blah. And, um, Basically, at a couple of points during the episode, I heard you say something about women didn't come forward about allegations for R. Kelly. And I'm like thinking to myself, yes, they did. Like there were tons of articles written about it and people did come forward and say, hey, this happened to me. But nobody, you know, has listened. Um, oh, I, wanted... I was talking about the young girls. I didn't hear any of the and I don't know. I don't follow R. Kelly all the time. Yeah, I didn't hear any of the young girls that they said were a part of his sex cults come forward and complain about being a part of the sex cult. But then now, maybe I missed out on something. Now, I wonder, like, because you know how when you hear about cases of, like, rape or things that are, like, sexual in nature, um, like, certain crimes, 
the victims aren't named because they're underage. So I wonder if that's like part of it. Like if a little girl, like a 13 year old girl came and said, Hey, this happened to me. Like would the newspapers like still report her name? Cause she's a minor. I don't think they do, but you know, all Kelly only been arrested that one time about anything dealing with underage kids. So yeah, but it's just, so, I don't think they ever released that girl's name. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but that, so that was one thing. And then the second thing you lied and said that I said that I would do an open marriage. Like if a man made a million dollars, I would do an open marriage. I did not say that. You I, said that on this show. I did not. We can go back to the, mono- Get the monogamy tape. episode. Get the tape. If I, I wasn't so lazy, I would go back and look <laughs> and find it. You said that I need a things can be forgiven. And if your man was financially enough making them millions that you would have an open relationship and let him cheat. Oh my gosh. I, I did not say that. And if those words happened to come out of my lips, they were meant to really say that I would expect that. Like if I'm married to like a um, NBA player, football player, or a musician traveling the world, yeah, I would expect for them to be cheating on me because that's what they do. I mean, they have all these women throwing themselves at. at so you them. all wouldn't look the other way for the dollars. No, I'm saying that I wouldn't. I wouldn't be dumb to it. Like these women who sign up, you know, think about. Um, Fabulous and Emily B. That's a really um, terrible um, relationship, in my opinion. But you know, know he's people. running the streets and physically abusing her, and then she's still smiling and cheesing for the camera. Um, but going off topic, I don't remember saying that I would be okay. Like I'm just going to automatically look the the other way. I said I would have a conversation about it. Like if that's something that he wanted to entertain we would you know we could talk about it. i wouldn't like shut it down like i'm just here you know hear him out and um that would be that okay so moving on retraction any, retraction anything else so wait so i'm leading the show today oh, um yeah I let had, me thank tyra too real quick yeah okay i'm over eating snacking on some um, you talking about me up here chomping on some some nerd. sunflower seeds but uh, yeah, I uh, appreciate her coming through and um showing the podcast some love. She did step in at the last minute when um you decided that you didn't feel like coming to work for a change, even though I pay you a lot of money to do this. So I got to give her some love. Appreciate it. Hopefully we can do something else in the future. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, speaking of payment, today is um, National Black Women Equal Pay Day. So I do expect a raise, um, sir. You'll never be equal to my pay. See, that's that's how they do it. That's how they do it. You're damn right. I'm the star. You the sidekick. Anywho, surprise, surprise, we got another listener letter. Bam, 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 bam. So, this week's question. <laughs> Hold on, what would you say? This week's what? This week's question. Oh, that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Failed. My bad. Okay, turn it off. Stop playing. Uh, comes from. The wonderful Crystal Clear of the Crystal Clear podcast. Oh, yeah, so shout out to uh, Crystal Clear for that, for um, hitting us up in the email. So here's her question. It says on Oprah's Super Soul podcast, she had a guest. She had a guest named Father Richard Rohr. He mm-hmm. made a statement: If you don't give your partner the power to change you, you don't truly love them. Do you think this is true? If so, why or why not? Do you want to start or should I start? So the question is, if if you don't give your partner the power to change you, you don't truly love them. Do you agree with this statement? I'm going to let you go first since this is the first I'm hearing about. So let me get a second to think on that <clears throat> and since you've seen it before. Actually, I read that. I saw that like the first, I actually read the question today, but I responded to her when we first got this email because I wanted to wait and like be fresh, but I did. Yeah. So I'll, um, here's what I think about it. 
I agree. I would agree with that statement. Um, and that's because to me, this is saying if you're not open and honest enough with the person that you're in a relationship with in order for them to see who you truly are, um, then they're never going to be able to give you suggestions on, Hey, you have, you don't have any patience or you need to work on being patient or you need to, you know, work on X, Y, and Z. If you don't show them who you truly are, then, um, you're not, to me, you're not truly in love with them. You have to be totally open and, um, just keep it real with your partner and be open to any feedback that they may have that they want to, um, you know, help you improve and grow on. So, I wish I knew who Father Richard War was, and I Pony wish Davis I had kind of like listen. Well, I'm not googling right now, but I <laughs> wish I had. Um, I'm not. I can't Google. Well, I'm I mean, right now, but over the course of time, figure it out. Oh, yeah, well, I'm saying for the purposes of this oh, right episode now. right okay. now, I don't know who he is. I don't have any other context. About well, if he him. know Oprah, he must be somebody <laughs> must that's doing be something. Somebody, because yeah. we love Oprah. Here. I, I do think it's interesting that he uses the word power to change you or the, the word power in there is interesting that he used that. But um, I, I, overall, I would agree with the statement. You know, you got to be open. See, the power is the biggest thing. The key to it all, what he's talking about, is will you let go of the control of yourself to allow somebody else to have the power to affect you or change you? See, I don't think people can change other people. So, but I do agree with what you're saying that you, if you really do love somebody, you do have to be open to being open with them and also taking guidance from them. Right. So if you don't really love them, then you're not going to trust them enough to make positive suggestions in your life or to try to guide you in the right way. Now, do I think you can control people or change people the way they are, which is not what she really asked, but no. I think people have to kind of be able to do that on their own. No matter what you try to do to them is going to make them be a different person than what they are. You can only try to positively affect their actions and let it be known what you're willing to accept from them but ultimately, for them to change, it's got to be up to them. I or it's agree. gonna be—it's gonna be like a, a person going to drug rehab. They can only really do it if they want to do it. It can't be something you force on them. Right. So if you—but I agree that you can't really love somebody or be in love with somebody if you're not willing to be open to—I don't want to say criticism, but open to them trying to do things that'll make your life positive, even if you don't always see what the point of it or, or what it why that's needed. Yeah, because yeah, we got to be open to it, and then we have to also, you know be in the position to be able to give that feedback back to our partners as well. Um, well, yeah, because you should yeah. always be grow as a human being, you should always be growing and changing and evolving. You shouldn't always be stagnant in the way that you are because the world changes around us and we have to change with it. And we also shouldn't be the same person now that we were 10 years ago or when we were a child or whenever it may be because our worldview should have taught us different things. Right. It may, it should open us to things that we were maybe ignorant to it should have just kind of shaped us to be different people. If you're always the same, it means you just kind of don't care about any outside influences or outside factors. Mm-hmm. You don't only worry about what you worried about and what you focus on and don't really get feedback or input from other people. Yep. So I think that sums it up, Crystal. She also said, thank you. Thanks for the sh- support. It will, I will also submit this question to some other couple couples and she just wanted to hear our take on it. So thank you um, for the support and for listening um, and then also, yeah, I love Crystal Clear. Uh, one of you know, very good, very good show that I try to listen to on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, see, she has a new episode up talking about um, why do I podcast? She got or why do I still t- um, podcast? I need to listen to. But also, I want to shout out another um, 
podcast, GP3 Homies, um, Iran and Tommy B. Um, always showing love on Instagram, and they uh, stay um, on point with their um, posts. And again, just showing love to us. So All shout right. out to Crystal Clear and the GP3 Homies um, podcast. Cool. All right. So moving on to our next regular segment, overreaction or not. You want to set it up? Because I got one. Oh, God. So this is how the, the thing goes. Something happens in the world. People or a person has a reaction to what happens. And we decide if they're justified in their reaction or are they overreacting. Hence, overreaction or nah. Christy never understands the concept of the show. It's hard for me segment. to wrap my head around it. So I'm hoping she gets it right this <laughs> Even time. though it was my idea. She's been off for several weeks, almost a damn near month. So hopefully she got it right this time. Go ahead, break it down. All right. So here's what happened. Rihanna was on the cover of British Vogue magazine. With her foreign ass. With her beautiful self. And people are claiming or accusing her of cultural appropriation. Because if you've seen the cover by now, which I'm sure all of us have. Nope. She has some really thin, skinny, and I'm going to say ugly, pencil thin eyebrows on here. And people are calling her out saying that she's appropriating Latina culture because that's what Latina women have been done or have been doing. And they've been like derided for it or made fun of for it. But here she is on the cover of Vogue magazine, you know, and this is supposed to be like the top of the line fashion magazine. And they put these pencil thin eyebrows on her. So they're accusing her of um, cultural appropriation. Um, what culture is that for? Let, it says Latina Latina culture. Oh, you saw when they draw those little eyebrows <laughs> yes, on there? Yes, here goes the picture right here. Unprofessional. What? So, That's a part of somebody's culture? Yes, you haven't seen like some... Nah, bro. I don't see it too often, but I don't think anybody... And, and so I guess people are thinking that this is about to catch on that women are about to start all women are about to start drawing pencil thin eyebrows i'm here to tell you it's not going to happen because it's ugly that's just my opinion mm-hmm. and just the other like kind so of you call a latina woman ugly i did is that what i said i said pencil thin eyebrows are ugly and mm. i don't see it, it yeah i don't i don't like it for this picture i think I'm, I'm i don't think rihanna was probably even the one who said give me pencil thin eyebrows whoever the creative director was behind this was the one who did this. So let's, okay. first of all, let's not blame Rihanna. Um, and then number two, just reading this further into this article in the Washington Examiner, it says that this is an interesting story because cultural appropriation um, is, when we think about it, we think of it as a dominant culture appropriating the culture of a marginalized group. So for one, the black culture is not really a dominant culture. Whenever when I think of appropriation, I'm thinking of what white people are doing to take over um, our culture. And for instance, it's something that we had talked about um, on the show, and I said I didn't care who the little the white so guy who got dreads, and you know, you know I didn't care about it. But that is an example, or another good example of appropriation is like college white college students dressing up as Native Americans, or um, you know. But to me, that's not even corporate appropriation. That's just mocking somebody's culture, well, that's like, which is a totally different thing. But when you dress up okay. a, a, for Halloween mm-hmm. as a people, as a culture of people, that's not cultural appropriation. That's mocking a person's culture or turning a person's culture into a costume. Mm-hmm. Cultural appropriation is when you kind of steal 
some type of thing and then kind of really using your everyday life as opposed to just using it as like a gag. Or or then I think also that when you when they get all the attention for it. So another example, not gonna say her name, always showing up in some cornrows and acting like she invented it. Um, and I think Bo Derek did the same thing like back in the seventies and like mm-hmm. these are, you know, hairstyles that originated in the African and African American communities and then um, but I mean, that's what I was trying to tell you about the, the dreadlock thing. It's yeah. like people get mocked and ridiculed or it's a bad thing when certain people have these hairstyles or these hairdos. And then when you do it, it's like, it's like, it's cool. It's trendy. It's nice. It's, it does. It's not a reflection. When a, when a non. When a non-person of color or right. a non-black person. Mm-hmm. Cause we're not talking about people of color in general. We're just talking about black people right. in this particular case. So yeah, that's, that's the problem with cultural appropriation. So going back to what we said, do we, do you think Rihanna appropriating somebody's culture? I don't know. I think if anything, it goes back. Whoever the creative director was, that was their idea. And no, and I don't think she's going to start walking around with no skinny eyebrows and nobody else is going, you know, if they do, nobody's going to be like, oh, you know, Rihanna invented this. Um, So no, I I don't think so. What did you think? I mean, I never heard of this skinny eyebrow thing before you just told me about it. Do I think in her, in this fashion, appropriate anybody's culture? No, but I just also don't know enough about it. And I just don't think that was like the purpose of it. But then we also got to, that's what we got to get into, like, what do we think about the society? Do we care about a, purpose, a person's intent or is it just what our response to whatever their action is? Like, does the intent of it matter or is it just about how it affects people? Yeah, that's a good question. Because that's the thing that we get into a lot of nowadays with all this type of stuff with shaming and doing this and doing that. It all falls in the lines of not necessarily what I meant to do or how I meant to affect you. But how my feelings were hurt by you doing whatever action you took. And then, so the article goes on to share something that um, somebody wrote for Ebony Magazine. So I'll read it verbatim. It says, cultural appropriation happens when a dominant culture takes elements or customs specific to a minority group for their own use. Then eyebrows were never solely, were never a trend solely linked to Latinas because of their gang affiliation. She she goes on to say, I understand that skinny brows were not created or exclusively owned by the Latinx community. They also have roots in South African culture and roaring 20s fashion in the Harlem Renaissance community. And I'm sure they can be found in many other sub- subsections of the world, too. What about the Barbadian community? Where was she from? Barbados. I don't, I, I don't know. So I guess th- on the other side of it, this the, the writer for Ebony Magazine, and I don't see her name in this article, was saying it's not cultural appropriation because there's also roots like in the Harlem Renaissance when clearly, you know, black people were, were the Harlem um, Renaissance. So at the end of the day, no, I don't think she's um, culturally appropriate. Um, Appropriated, but people did, you know. So you think people outraged. overreacted? People overreacted. Which is the point. Thank See, you, you, thank you for do, leading me the through this. Of the yes. segment you always miss. <clears throat> All right, Rihanna, we're going to let you go. You didn't do anything wrong, but people overreacted this time. They did. They did. But I'm going to tell you what I am about to, what else I'm about to overreact to. Okay. I have free passes to go to the National Museum of African American History and Culture this weekend. Okay. This is the same weekend that they approved that march. Oh, that, you told me about white some type supremacy, of white stuff. supremacy march. So? Um, I'm not going. You ready to knock some heads? I'm not trying to be down there. Girl, go down there and go to get your culture. After, I mean, I've been to the museum before, so this will be, you know, another trip to take a closer look. But I'm actually kind of nervous because if you remember a year ago this weekend, that Charlottesville protest happened and they ran over a girl and killed her. So what's, I mean, what's going to happen now, especially when they're planning a counter protest, 
which is of course going to be peaceful because it's Black Lives Matter, but it's going to be Black Lives Matter DC down there and all these stupid white supremacists coming up here. But where is the protest? It's going to be. Is it even Bollywood? It's somewhere near the White House, but I don't know the exactly the name of the park or the area it's going to be at. But I don't want to be around there for all that foolishness. So, needless See, to say, I don't like you letting them steal your joy and taking. Um, I'm about to get my passes away. I got six free passes to the National Museum of African American History and Culture, and I will be posting some information to uh, obtain those passes to anybody who's listening and who would like to like to have them because I'm not that brave. Um, I don't want to see those fools. And the other day in the paper, they were talking about giving them a special like special um, metro trips down to D.C. from Virginia. They were going to reserve cars or trains specifically for them to come into dc uh it's probably just and to then, avoid uh, well why are you asking to avoid fighting but to me that looks like you're giving people and you're like you're escorting these people like they're some dignitaries or you know respected individuals you're giving them their own private um transportation to come to a white to a racist and hateful march like that that's wrong and apparently that idea died um it's not going to happen but the, the fact that it was even on the table like you didn't hear about any of this? Mm. Where you been at? I don't watch the news. You don't watch the news. What's it? The white not. I'm looking at it right now. The white nationals are coming to DC. Here's the best way to protest. I mean, go down there and be a part of it, man. Don't avoid that. I can't. I'm not. I ain't that. I'm not that girl. I'm All not right, that girl. Then. I'm gonna give them to you if you want them. I don't know. I'm busy this weekend. Busy if I wasn't, I'd go. Okay. And then crack some heads. So, guess what else is happening this weekend? Is this going to be something else negative? Damn, this no, show is kind of depressing. It's not. All right, go for it. Hey, the world, it's a depressing world we live in. This Damn. is like a bright spot. You better maybe start uh, crying. <laughs> Insecure comes back this weekend. Oh, yes, yes. So, look out for our Insecure recap show called Insecurity. Hosted yeah. by me, Crystal, and you, Hey Fran. Hey. <laughs> oh, are they going to come back out and do that? Probably. Oh, that's going to be nice. I, I didn't listen to that the first go-round. Maybe I will this time. The first two go-rounds? The first two rounds. I never listened to it. But that's coming back on this weekend. Unfortunately, Lawrence is not going to be on the show. Nah, he, he already put it. In, I think that ran his course. I, I don't need no more Lawrence. I think I'm good. they should just ha- like let him come back for one episode and just show, like maybe toward the end of the of this third season and just show... Like how she done did her own life and did her thing and moved on and showed that he done did his thing and moved but on. But they're still cool and I don't stop know. interacting with you. Let's get into that right now. At what point do you stop interacting with your exes? I know you could leave me alone, but I'm just a one of a kind. I got a guy. Most people don't do what we do where you used to be dating and then you have decade long friendships after that. Most people, you, you have an ex, y'all break up, you may keep in touch for like, depending on how long y'all was together. You may do a couple of happy birthdays or hey, happy holidays for like a year, year and right, a half. Right. And then you just kind of fade away. I, I was I, just talking to uh, somebody about this. You are the only ex-girlfriend that I ever had that I still talk to. Because I, I, that's just a different situation. Because we are contractually obligated to do this show We're for the bound next three by- years. <laughs> we shouldn't have signed the contract. That was the dumbest mistake we ever did. But no, I, I mean, I feel like at, at some point Lawrence is not a part of the story. The, the show is about Issa. The show Issa is the star of the show. Issa is, is about her, her and Molly mainly. So at some point they're not together no more. They broke up. 
Maybe he can come back if they make it to a season four, or season five down I feel the like line. They but he needs to disappear for a little while because like that's like natural. She might, they might have at least like a little flashback episode of him or something. But they had that touching goodbye. I know. What else do we need from them? I don't know. I don't know. But I wonder what Lawrence is doing. He what, what his next is um, banging whatever his the real little life. Indian chick. Oh, you talking about on the show or the guy in real life? I guess both. Jay Ellis. Jay. He's probably yes, working. Getting him. guap. Getting that guap. And him on the show, he. Working on uh, Woohoo. What was it? Woop Woop? Woop Woop. Yeah. Woop something, whatever. Yeah, the little app that didn't seem to be going anywhere. No, they shut it down. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that's, this is, like you just said, I'm just going back to our experience. It's just a unique, different experience, and we are genuinely friends, and there's no reason for nobody to be threatened by nobody. How many um, exes do you talk to? Do you still talk to any exes? I keep in touch with one here and there. Like, it'll be that, you know, that random happy birthday or Yeah, but you're not talking like to nobody, right? I mean, at some point, you got to get ready to leave your exes behind. No, and then, but so one thing, and this is... Uh, Speak on it. Don't even really want to bring it up, but... Well, it's too late now. The cat's how, out the bag. Okay, so what are your thoughts on, like, exes keeping in touch with members of your family but you don't you don't realize that they're keeping in touch with other members of your family until you say something mm. and they're like oh yeah I know it's like oh let damn. me think like, about it let me think about it do you fuck with them or you don't fuck with them who my family who the ex oh like how, how did y'all end how did the terms end it, it, was, it wasn't a bad ending okay so just an amicable ending because, you know, uh, me and your mom, we talked for many years after we broke up. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah. we just kept it real cordial. <laughs> but, no, uh, seriously, in that situation, I, I don't mind it depending on how long you were together and then the factors of you broke up or why y'all broke up. If they did something really wrong to you, like they really did you dirty or did you No, wrong, that did not. That was not the case at all. Oh, this is a real life situation. I thought we were just talking about a hypothetical. Oh, so we got to get into that. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Your sister? No, so here's the thing. I, I don't know, Spill the tea. and it's not. Spill I mean, the it's tea. Not a huge deal at all, but it was just like, oh, I didn't know that you know that you knew about this or that you know you guys are still in contact, and I don't know who initiated the contact. You should get juice. But you know, just there was a situation where you know I had mentioned something, and some to a family member, and they were like, oh yeah, I know. And you said, I was how like, you know? Oh, like that's very, very interesting. But, um, like, I don't have no problem with it. And then I also know that, you know, given his situation, you know, my family was in a way a second family. Mm. So I can see. Raised them up how... from his bootstraps. No, not that at all. But I can see how, okay, they might have. I, just how long, based on how long ago it was, I was really surprised that, that they were still talking. Yeah, like to me, it's gonna but come down to. I don't think to... it wasn't like you know, like talk, talking on a regular basis. It was just like something um, substantial had happened in his life, and some of my other family members knew about okay. it. And I was just like, oh. But in this world we live in, it's very easy to stay connected to people when you, without having to do a lot of work. Because between Instagram and Facebook and all these different social media sites, you may not be talking to that. Your the ex are like on a regular basis, but you may be like Facebook friends with them, and you may see oh pop, oh they had a baby, oh pop, they got married, or whatever it may mm-hmm, be, mm-hmm. without like regularly interacting with the way the world is right now. To me, I think it's fine depending on the circumstances. As long as that person didn't do nothing to really, really hurt me, I feel like you can still keep the friendship going, especially depending on how you met the person. So let's say you met your ex through like your cousin, like that correct, was your cousin's correct. boy That's or whatever situation. it may be. Or let's say they let's say y'all grew up together. Let's say y'all they knew you, they knew him since he was like a little kid, 
and then y'all grew up kind of together, and then maybe when y'all was like 20 something, y'all decided to date. So they knew him your, your whole life. Y'all was like next door neighbors or something weird like that. And I think that's fine too. It depends on what the circumstances are. It depends on if it's blood blood. To me, if if I got bad blood with you, and if you love me as my family or friend, you gotta have bad blood with them too. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if they never did nothing to you. If I, especially if I introduce you to them, and we don't want, we the only reason, the only reason you know them is because of me, and I don't fuck with them no more. You better not be messing with them no more. Yeah. And I ain't joking about that. Yeah, I mean, and I, that go out to anybody I know. <laughs> he put you on alert. Somebody's on alert. You on alert. Um. Yeah, I think, but like if I saw, like, let's say I had a family member and I saw one of their exes in public or at a random event because they might happen to share a child together, I'm not going to be disrespectful and be like, oh, F you. You know, I'll speak and be cordial. Right, right, right. But we're not, I'm not going to go over and be all like, buddy, buddy, you know, how are you doing? And, you know, regardless of how it ended, there's just like, there should be some type of like, well, if it's kids involved, that's a whole nother ballpark. Yeah, that's a whole, but if it ain't kids involved, you know, still, it's just kind of like, well, you know, why? I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting in my, my feelings You just kind of getting in feelings. But. You was wrong for that one, sister. And I know that was her. No, it was not. Oh, it was your grandmama? So. You only got anyways, four family members, so. I, yes, I, I literally <laughs> only have four family members. Anyway. <laughs> are you done? No, I'm are never done. Are you finished done. or are you done? Neither one. So. I'm just getting started, baby. Okay. So. What's next? What's next? I don't know. I'm on the spot, and I feel like I'm, you know, telling my business. But some follow up from a, from Keep a previous going. episode. Oh yeah, we want to get into this. I feel like it's therapeutic. Therapeutic. You want so, me to? Um, you want me to break the news, or do you want to break? I will break the news. Oh, it is your news. My bad. Um. So in previous episode, we talked about fathers. What was the episode called? Uh, who wants to? Somebody Daddy's about, Day. Um, happy no father's day right? happy no father's day and on this episode we talked about our relationship with our father when we met our father blah 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 and i ended the episode saying that i had not talked to mine in a while like years and we also talked about how it's just awkward trying to have a relationship with somebody that you never knew as a child and Mm. then they come into your life as an adult so needless to say maybe like three weeks after that episode aired guess who gets a text message from their father it wasn't me it was me, and it was just like I knew the number because of the area code, and it was saying, "Christy, it's been long enough. Give me a call." And I knew who the number was automatically, and I called him the next day. Like when I saw the text, you know, I smiled, but then I also rolled my eyes, like, mm. "Oh God, here we go again." Aww. But then also I knew it was like this was another chance to, you know, try to open up and, um, mm. you know, potentially have some sort of relationship with, you know, this person who helped um create who helped who helped create me mm. so i guess that was what three weeks ago since then we've text mess we've talked on the phone once and we've texted like a couple of times a week and i am working on um i guess trying to be a daughter to a father and i guess he's working on trying to be a father to me mm. and that's beautiful and i think and i guess that's what i have to do and even if I have to fake it till I make it, that's what I'm going to do. Because I, 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 that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm. I, you know, he 
helped create me. Like I said, without his sperm, I wouldn't be here. So no, 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 no. I don't. I, disagree. I, I, don't agree I with guess that. I at least I owe that. him that. You don't owe him shit. That's the problem. But one, no, no. Let me let me go back. Let me back. Let me back this down. One, well, I'm happy. I, I, I want to clarify too that again, I did say I, even though I rolled my eyes, I was also like, okay, here's my chance again because I did have like you know some unresolved issues mm-hmm. about it, and so it was you know this is a chance just to try to to start all over again for like the third time. Okay. For so. first, though, let me start off with saying I'm happy for you. I truly am, and I hope that it does work out this time. Thank you. But number two, you don't owe them nothing. You do not owe your parents anything for a decision that they made to have you. For one, it may not have been an, even an active decision. I don't know. I wasn't around. I'm not saying you were an accident. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying it was a mistake. I'm saying you don't know that you were planned. Do you or do you not? I, want, I, I mean, I wasn't planned. Exactly. So it wasn't even a, a conscious decision on their part to people, have you. Most parents plan kids unless a lot you of like do. fertility. A lot of people do. I, no, I don't think so. They at least go with the idea of the, we know we're going to try to have a baby. But there so are, even if they don't say, okay, I'm having the baby tonight. I'm being I'm being real technical about it. You, you not, are. but go ahead. You are. No, I'm you, sorry. you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> but two, I'm happy for him. But three, open your heart up to him. Try your best, but don't go overboard. I still think that he owes you more than you owe him when it comes to meeting you halfway. He should have to go above and beyond to make it known that he wants you and loves you and appreciates you. <coughs> excuse me, as his daughter. And a beautiful black queen. So yeah. I don't want to hear no bullshit about you owe him nothing. I don't want to hear no shit about you having to hound him about texting you or calling you or interacting with you. He needs to be the one taking charge. I do respect him. I get. I don't respect him, but <laughs> I do appreciate that he said, hey, but I didn't even like his message that much. Hey, Christy, it's been enough or whatever he said. He should have been like, Christy, it's been a long time. I've been doing a lot of thinking and I missed the times that we should have together. I don't know how much time we have left, but I want to correct it and make this better. He made it seem like you were the one that was ignoring him or you were the issue with y'all not having a relationship when he failed to reach out to you for many years. And then when he did reach out to you, it was sporadic and not what you needed from him. So I'm not giving him no pass. And I'm not, I'm not ready to trust him just yet. And I want you to keep your guard up just a little bit. But I want you also to open your heart at the same time. I know I'm contradicting myself. But I don't yes. trust him. Yes. Well, and maybe I should go down there and meet him and talk it out. As your stepfather and your father figure to get a real feel if he see if he playing games on that. And spiritual advice. And if I go upside his head, I have to go upside his head. But I'm not a violent person, but I might have to. Well, I thank you for your input and insight on the situation. And I hope that, um, you know, you think about for your how for yourself how you would react should you be given the opportunity to you know have a relationship with yours and then number well, two well your boy ain't gonna hold his breath well and then number two i don't um yeah so he did like he did say something about he know he knows that i was the one that was putting in effort before but this last go around like i clearly blocked his number so i think his text message was he had he had been trying to reach me but not being able to get through and so this was kind of like his last ditch and the te- and I happened to respond to the text message and called him back, so it was kind of like it's been long enough, Christy, that we ain't talked like now you know this ain't right. I think that's and you know. But so I, I still feel like, like okay. he was putting the blame on you, like it's your fault when it's. Well, he still need to acknowledge he is wrong. 
And he so, and then, the but then I don't know how many times I'm going to have to make him. I don't know if he has to continuously do that because then we'll never be able to. Well, I'm not saying he got to kiss your ass about it, but right. he need to really make a concerted effort to let you know that he's serious this time and it's not going to be another fluke or it's not going to be another month and a half of texting and then just to disappear again. Right. Like mm-hmm. in this time, you need to let him know it's all enough. Either you will be fully back in my life as a father figure slash friend. And and build to him being re- be having like a real father daughter relationship, or just don't bother me no more. But don't get me all built up that we gonna try to start over. And I'm giving my all into it, and you're not really committed to it. Because we'll if you're not, see. save me the effort, save me the time. Yeah, we'll see. I may. Uh, I might just be projecting on you. You could be. I oh. think you are projecting a little bit. However, you know if I if this is something that I feel like I want to discuss in the future, I will keep everybody posted on what's going on with me and the father, especially me. So, and especially my POP. So what else, what else you got? To, I mean, I've been carrying this show today. I mean, I feel like I'm so on the spot. So do you have anything that you want to add or contribute at this moment? No. Did you, did you hear about the full bushes coming back? The who? The full bush. It's the new Brazilian. Oh, child, I thought you said the four bushes. Like, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Did Apparently, it really ever go out of style for yeah, everybody? Yeah. Well, not for everybody, but for the sexy woman of the modern times, hardware floors were the thing to be. But apparently, <laughs> full carpet is back. Full carpet is back. And I was reading this article about this earlier about how to transition like a pro and maintain your bush. I didn't think what? you would have to do a lot of work to maintain it. I, me either. Unless you just want to keep the edges neat. You like, got to keep the edges neat. Tri- I mean, yeah, keep, so that's what it know, means. Keep your edges nice. But you never think about this. Line up the edges. You got a lot of edges up. Keep your, cause you get keep that your shape table up. looking good. Get that shape. Yeah. Keep your table, your season looking good. But did you ever think about this? You're a woman. Yes, I am. They, they talked to a gynecologist. And she like was saying she noticed. Mm-hmm. She was like noticing fuller hair in her patients. To me, that was creeping me out. Like, why is she, like, examining that part? Like, why is she noticing the hair like that? Have you... So, let me explain it. Let me woman-splain to a man. So, when you go to a gynecologist for an exam, you disrobe from the waist down, and sometimes from the top if they're doing the breast exam, um, and you get up on a table, and you spread your legs open. You Do you know where the vaginal opening is located? No, I'm a virgin. Okay. So, right above the vaginal opening, you will see... Uh, two lips and you'll see a mound and but why is she all knowing all about it there you will see the hair there's no way for her not to see it is what i'm trying to say okay so it's just all out there yeah like your legs are just spread wide open and you're up on on the table so she's gonna see it now for her to like and and i I don't like her comment i guess it's something that you would notice because i know that when i like go for you know those visits like i feel subconscious well, because I know it's a woman. No, because she got what I got. But, but I, do you like groom before you go? Like, yeah. Make sure it's like kind of neat. I'll groom. Mm-hmm, Just make I sure they messy. You think she'd be judging you? I don't care if she do. All I need her but to But you, you groom and before. So why do you groom before if you don't care if she judging you? You're right. You're right. I so, she must be judging so you. So I, I want to, yeah, I want to make it look neat and stuff like that. Right. But I'm actually, so I've never overshare had a Brazilian done. Or I've never even bush. been like, had like special wax treatment like I. Have you ever gone full bald? Yes, I have. But I've never done it like going to somewhere. So that's awkward for me is going to like imagine have to go and do that, have somebody do that for you. But that's something I was thinking about doing. But you should do it. I don't know if if bushes are coming back. Well, I don't know. Maybe all (laughs) about who's seeing it. 
whoever's seen it now may not like a full bush. I don't know. I don't know that I don't know that individual if anybody has seen it at all. That's not my business. So, that's not my business. So do men I mean I, I mean, this is not my do you have a preference or for in general would you could you can you speak on behalf of Oh, we talked about moment? this before. You know I like to keep it um just neat. Just neat. So how you do it, if you want to have some hair, that's your choice. If you don't keep it neat, do I want full bush? Yeah. I mean if nah, they're making not a comeback. Full bush. Okay. Tram the bush, neat bush, full full bush to me implies out of control, jungle zone down there. You just letting it grow wild, crazy, long as I don't know what. But we have the natural hair move. movement. People are wearing their hair naturally as it grows out of their hair. So this well, is the natural between between the legs movement. So if it that's how it grows mm. out, then you should you need you need to be accepting of this. Well, they do movement. say well, this this doctor said that pubic hair isn't dirty or unhygienic. It actually is just to protect our delicate areas. And but to me. I mean, like, you don't got to be bush gardens down there. <laughs> like, you know, trim it up, trim it up. But also, but see, and it's also just going back to expectations and double standards. Men don't shave, and I don't put an expectation on a man to well, shave that's down That's your there. problem. That's your but problem. But I'm saying, like, but it's not this, it's just no, totally see, women, not the same. Women need to stop letting men get away with, oh, that's just the way it is, just the way it's supposed to be. People are only going to do what you allow them to do. You need to be more open and aggressive about what you want and what you prefer and I guarantee you like we was talking about earlier if the person this man cares about you and your feelings they will make the change for you mm-hmm. like perfectly that's what Crystal Crystal Clear wasn't talking about pubic area when we talk about change <laughs> she was talking about but you got to be open and all this type of stuff and if your man is too hairy and it's interfering with your desire for him let him be known and I guarantee you say okay don't change. Don't don't groom. Don't don't do it. And X Y Z ain't happen no more. I guarantee his ass will, will straighten up. So you got to let him do it. But anyway, let me just tell you some advice this person gives okay, you if you want to maintain your bush, your full bush. Okay. First thing he says is you should invest in some trimmer scissors, though. Really? So you shouldn't use a buzzer for uh, buzzer is is handy. Trim trim trim. Make sure they're sterilized. Do not use scissors you will use in your kitchen or from your children's playset. Ew. Go get some special lace <laughs> bush clippers and then you do that. Exfoliate to treat and prevent ingrown hairs. I know that was a big issue for you. Uh, boy, oh, oh, please. I thought I was whispering when I said that. You're a lot. So make sure you do that. That'll make sure your stuff is not all bumpy and people think you got some type of infection down there. Also, man, people got to start inspecting their partners, man. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. don't. Tell if they why. want the lights off the first time y'all do it, they probably had something. I So, disagree. I want them lights on. No, take I, a flat. No, take a flashlight down there at least. No, I so I have a thing with that. And that maybe that's going to come up when we, whenever we do our sex part two episode. Yeah, we're going to talk but about I that. But I am... The whole lights, lights Turn on them versus lights, lights off. So thing. I can see them jiggly uh-uh. booty. Nope. I'm and I can a... see is you got anything with some bumps and pus and all types of shit down there. <laughs> too, people too quick to just uh, have them lights pitch back room and don't know what's going on down there. Yeah, I know you can get, lights. you can still get certain bumps and things when you want to con them. So watch yourself. That's very true. But I gotta, I had, you know, there are adjustments that sometimes need to be made because I'm, I'm a very lights off, lights off girl. Or all right. So but, okay, what about this? Can you? Before we, we don't gotta get, you don't gotta be completely new, but just turn the lights on real quick. Show me the pubic area. Make sure it ain't bumpy and pussy. Then we can turn the lights back over again. Stop this. saying pussy. I'm just trying to help y'all. <laughs> don't get, don't get caught up with that puss on your shit. Oh, that is, not trying okay, to turn the lights stop, off. Stop. All right, we gonna get the. All right, make sure you cleanse it gently, but but not too much. When you grow it out, it's healthy to keep a cleansing regimen is important, as you'll have more issues with sweating and hair can trap odor. 
That is That's true. another big thing when you got a lot of hair down there. Hair oh. traps that odor. And yeah. you you will be having some funky cooch. And you will have some funky balls cuz come on now. Oh, my balls are baby smooth. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to nourish and soften the hair. So when you cut and shave it'll make it feel more scratchy. Do you need to co-wash the hair? Co-wash? What's co-wash? <laughs> You mean have somebody help you wash Which it? When you wash it with condi- wash your hair with conditioner, oh, it's yeah. a big Shampoo natural hair thing. Wash that thing, <laughs> and then you got to let the area breathe. That means don't wear no panties. That's right. Let it breathe at night. There's no need to wear any underwear. Avoid, yeah, it says avoid tight clothing and let your pubic hair breathe on a long day of sweaty workouts. So basically, don't wear panties unless you just have to wear your panties. Pretty much. And me, don't wear my. I wear. I, 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 I'm switching. Free ball to Friday is making a comeback. I think I might start doing that more, but. The problem with that is, man, you can get caught in your zipper, boy. You ever had that happen to you before? I'm going to say no. Who are you talking to? I forgot. No. You've had the I don't understand how that even happens because the male, if the, if the scrotum is behind the penis, then how could you zip it up? No, scrotum you can get your, 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 not even your scrotum. You can get your actual thing caught in your zipper. Oh. I had that happen once a week Ooh. But you know, when you Frank hold, when you hold, sorry, let me stop. Oh, All right, but that's that, I mean, send in your bush pics if you want to. I'll judge to see if it's too natural, or it's too out of control. Send them to G Info Jones on Snapchat. Still haven't been getting no breast pic. I'm very sad about dang, that. Dang. Do I have anything else I want to report? Oh, am I getting bored? Mm, I think we're we're coming to a good point where it's time to tell everybody where they can tell everybody where they can tell their friends where they can find our podcast. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Let me ask you one last thing. Go ahead. Right? Go ahead. Tell me if you think this is demeaning on that. So this guy, he uh, he was on Jackass back in the day. And this might have been a couple of weeks ago he did this, but I'm just seeing it. So he was on Instagram, and he has a girlfriend. And he had his girlfriend leaning over a car. And he had a drone. You know what a drone is? One of those flying machines? Yeah, I know what a drone is. And he attached a... Camera? No. He was recording this. He attached a sex aid to the drone. And she was on top of the car on all floors, and he was trying to drive the drone into her. Not, we shouldn't talk about that. Her, I'm now I'm in disbelief, and I'm waiting for the rest of the story. So he was trying to fly the drone into her private area. Uh huh. Now, granted, he could have never did it because she's wearing underwear in this particular the video. Do you want to see the video? No. I'll show it to you later. And he doesn't succeed. As a woman, do you think she was demeaning herself by allowing him to do that? No. Speak on it in 30 seconds or less. No, I don't think that she was demeaning. That was her personal choice. Other women might have a have different viewpoints on it, but if she up there smiling and posing for the camera, then hopefully he had she gave consent to do that. And no, if that's what she wanted to do and bend over and let somebody fly a toy in, inside of her, then that's her business. But it don't need to be all, all over the internet. Well, like, people overshare stuff. I'm tired of and Oh my so God. Far, it has... Um... 1.4 million, million views. views. I'm going to show it to you later. Gonna be, I'm going to be view number 1,492,685. So, I'm, of course, I'm sure she got a whole bunch of backlash and hate, but he's the one with the idea. That was probably his idea for, to do it. So, let's, People just hate let's bring the noise to him. Anyway, like, let's, yeah, yeah, let's get out of here because we've been, we've been going on too long and I, I got some stuff to do. All right, about. all right, all right. Where so, can they find us? Your mammy's house. I'm just joking. Stop being mean. You can find us on Google Play. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find great podcasts, please like, rate, review, follow, subscribe, comment, 
show some love. You can also send us emails at the PLP podcast at gmail.com. Once again, shout out to Crystal Clear for sending us that email. And you can find us on Instagram at the PLP podcast. Any final closing thoughts? Why you yawning? No final closing thoughts for me. I'm glad to be back oh, in the co chair seat. Uh, yeah. Have a good rest of the week, everybody. Signing off. All right. So, Christy getting knocked out of the protest this weekend. I'll probably have another co host next time. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put the um, information if anybody wants the tickets. On you already trying to get those tickets away? I mean, they're free. All right. Good luck. Good be, luck. Yeah. I might take them off your hands, but All I'm right. not going to go. I got some shit to do. No, nah, nah, they got to be used. I need oh. proof if you use them. <laughs> yeah, we need to take you. Why are we still going on and on? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing like that? All right. Until next time, this has been Carlos D. This is your girl, Christy. See ya. Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here.